Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the episode of the Quick Snap Podcast. Today is a very, very special podcast. I mean, we've been looking forward to it all week. This is our debate podcast. It is the first of its kind. I'm hoping we'll do one a month where we can just go at each other, and it'll just no holds barred, just go all out and see who wins. Um but we'll cover a bit of news before we start. So obviously there's been some blockbuster trades. I thought there'd be more trading from Honest before this stage, but they came in within about an hour each other. Was it? It, it was weirdly fast. I feel like it was like 20 minutes. They yeah, must, they like, must have like, been agreed. Yeah, they, they must have planned it all. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the 49ers ended up moving up to number three via the Dolphins and a few other picks, didn't they? Dolphins got a, a first round pick next year, didn't they? In they return. got two first rounders, yeah. future first rounders, yeah. Yeah, and they got there. They moved up to 12, didn't they? And they moved back down to six via the Eagles. Is that right? And the Eagles Eagles got one of the first rounders the following year and then swapped around some picks in the middle. So, I mean, that's that's pretty clear for me. The Eagles are not looking for a quarterback. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Great for Hertz. It's pretty clear the 49ers are looking for a quarterback. Bad yep. for Jimmy G. <laughs> uh, but other than that, the Dolphins can do what they want. Can't they? They, they, I mean, it's great business for Dolphins because they're just, they're just collecting picks. They've moved up to six. They can still get a quarterback if they want to. I hope they don't. I hope they go for they're, a receiver. They're not. They're not. Yeah. I think it's Jamar Chase they're trying to get. Yeah, I hope they go for a receiver. I think they've realized that the top five picks are going to be quarterbacks pretty much. Yeah. So they've realized yeah. we, we can still get one of the top receivers at six or probably even 12. They could have got one. So, I mean... Either way, they, they wanted the, the top top in the number six. So yeah. I think I think whoever's the GM at the Dolphins I won't lie and say another name. I don't know the name. Chris Greer. There you go. That's why Tom's on the podcast. And <laughs> the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fountain of all knowledge of NFL. 
he he needs to be crowned first of all, given the key He's done a very to, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Some of GMs around this league are trash. Like yeah. some of the, the business is fucking disgraceful. Yeah. And this guy is killing it. I think he's been involved. I think I heard the other day he's been involved in seven trades during. Um, sorry, sorry. I mean, it'll be more than seven trades, but I think in six trades he's received more, like either at least one first round pick. Well, it's crazy. And look at the Larry Tunson's <laughs> turned into like four first round picks, haven't he? Yeah. What they flipped for Tunson in the first place at Texans it's is now mad. like. Four, and what did he do at the Texans? Let the Sean Watson get absolutely nailed every week. He's actually a pretty decent left tackle, but he's not worth, you know, four first-round picks and whatever else they got for him. And the like, massive contract that yeah, the Texans gave yeah, him. Like, he's... Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, that's about much we can say, really, until we actually... I'd rather... I, I mean, I'm actually that's... looking forward to getting Brett on and so we can discuss about the actual draft <clears> and we can see what kind of a, yeah. expectations we're going to see from these picks because yeah. right now we can just say, oh, we think it's this. But let's be honest, Brett, Brett's done some pretty deep diving into all these draft mm. picks, so... That guy I mean, can get, give us more information. I think we can still talk about who we think the 49ers are going to take at three because there's people saying that they're they're doing this for Mac Jones, which to me true. would be outrageous. Yeah, because, outrageous. Because you can't trade away that much for Mac Jones for like someone who's just going to be like Kirk Cousins. Like You could do that for someone who's got a shitload of talent and is going to give you extra stuff, whether it's through their like mobility or athleticism. But you can't do that for someone... Who's basically Kirk Cousins, and you, well, could have I've, got, I've, you could have got Mac Jones wherever they were, probably. Like you could have yeah. maybe got up in the top ten as a push, but you could have waited till draft night for that. I don't see why you do it now. I've heard a few things going around that. Um, obviously, like I said Justin Fields, who I think is a yeah. is a, is a jack of all trades. He can run fast. You know, he can he can he can fit in with all those gadgety little plays that Shanahan's got for them. But apparently, his attitude stinks. Apparently, he's like. He doesn't like training. He thinks he's the best there. He thinks he has the right to just come and leave when he get when he wants to. Not fully committed. It again it could be absolute horse shit. Just fed him by the media to try and make people's stock go up and down. Yeah, maybe. But maybe they were going for Trey Lance then, because when you look back with the Shanahan system and to when his dad was a head coach, you know he was the head coach at Denver when they won with Elway. Yeah. Elway for his time was a mobile quarterback who could run around and could give you things on the move. Yeah, so, rocket arm as well. And yeah, they did have a rocket arm, which always helps. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where you could you you've got someone more like Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Whereas, yes, Kyle Shanahan loves Kirk Cousins, and he and he had a lot of success with Matt Ryan, who are more statuesque and don't run around and can't give you anything extra. But I think you can only go so far with those quarterbacks. Yes. Tampa yeah. just won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady, but different, different. that was that, that was completely different, <laughs> different because they had an offensive line that could protect him, and the defense played amazing. Whereas I don't think many other places have are kind of set up that way. Um, I don't think particularly think the 49ers would be like if you think like Kirk, Kirk I'm sorry, um, even Matt Ryan. Yes, they lost the Super Bowl because the defense collapsed in the second half of that game. Didn't Matt Ryan take a like a big sack on a third down as well when they were in field goal range, which then yeah. pushed them out at the, like think... right at the very end of the game? And if he had someone more mobile, you can run out of that. So yeah. yes, they but... lost that Super Bowl for many reasons, but you could also put it down on that one key moment where a quarterback couldn't run. I think you're right. The, the whole offense at the 49ers suits a, a mobile quarterback. Especially it, with how they it, use the run game as well. Like if well, you add yeah. an extra element into that, like think of all the success that Kyle had. In um, Washington, with 
um, RG3. RG3, yeah. Like everyone talks about Kirk Cousins and the how he made him a proficient passer, and he even made Matt Schaub, who I think was like undrafted or sixth or seventh rounder, he made he made him look really good and had some good seasons with him. But the offense went to another level when they had um, RG3. Yeah, when they had Elway in the Broncos, it was again they won Super Bowls. Personally, I'd be taking Fields, but. Because I, I think, think I it, he looks very good, but and also, well, the attitude thing doesn't really worry me that much. If his attitude isn't good, I didn't think I'd take him though. I think it, does, it doesn't worry me that because I, I think in college these young guys are all thinking they're the best. But as soon as you get to an NFL team and you have someone like George Kittle there or someone like that says, "Listen, mate, shut up, crack on. You can learn a lot from this offense, and if you do, you'll be successful." It doesn't mean he's going to listen. I don't know. Doesn't mean he's going to listen. Someone's got a bad attitude, and I wouldn't take them. Yeah, if they've got I, that, they've probably got that to stay. I've been I've been stuck with well the memory of Jamarcus Russell for the last fifteen years. <laughs> you, you do not pick a guy at number one or number three who doesn't love football and mm. doesn't want to be there. I just yeah, it's not. But it, it is crazy though. Like they've given up all those draft picks for the third best quarterback in this draft. Like yeah. <laughs> about the value of like Russell Wilson now is just completely insane. Yep, because he's a top three quarterback in the NFL right now. Like he's and a, a rookie top three is going to be worth three first rounders or two or two first rounders, really, because they're swapping this year. Like the value for Wilson and for Deshaun Watson, if he can become traded again, if he's not suspended, um, it's massive, absolutely fucking huge. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I, agree. I think the whole, the whole situation about uh, these two pro days, which is, you know, the whole pro day thing now is, is vital, isn't it? Because they're not coming at combine, but. They've had two pro days, some of them, like, which is mad. But Mac Jones had, had an okay first pro day. Second one, fucking shite, mate. Bad, yeah, yeah like, he's throwing balls like 30 yards past his receivers, all that. Yeah, mate. And at the end of it, he caught like a pass off uh, Najee Harris in like the end zone. I'm telling you, man. 1 million percent, that's never getting caught in real life because. <laughs> he's never gonna be that open. Like he was at the back of the end zone, and he jumped in the air and caught it like like he was catching a baby. It was. Did terrible. you? I was, I was gonna say, did you see how he caught? He jumped past it. He, like he jumped. <laughs> he jumped above the ball. You're like, yeah, it was not a good pro day that. So uh, I, I'm just, I'm also very wary of quarterbacks that have one big season. Then just like, here he we go. Started 17 games in college, and I know Trey Lance has only started one season, and it was. Um, a, a, like a, a division below, but I don't know. I think there's a lot more that you can tap into with um, Trey Lance and like Mac Jones. I feel like Mac Jones has got he's he's got a ceiling. Yeah, that's the, that's the word. Low. That's high the word, floor, Tom. low ceiling. So yeah, I agree. Right then, I think it's that time, Tom. It's that time. All right, it's then. that time. Tom is playing referee. And uh, well, well, not just not referee, was it, Tom? We're gonna be, you're gonna be host, you're gonna be host for the evening, and me and Scott are gonna go out it and see, see where we get to at the end of it. Have you got some yeah. like, have you got some like question time music, Tom? Have you got some? Uh, oh music? no, sorry, I've not got anything like that. I'm not, I'm not in mind, professional. I'm sitting around about around about two and a half thousand pounds worth of electronic equipment. So if if this gets out of order, <laughs> some, some, something. something's getting smashed. <laughs> and my aim is to get you sacked basically tonight. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. All right, then okay. In this in this week's episode of Let's Get Ari Sacked, um, we'll be debating a few a few topics. So the big one will be quarterback, obviously. So there's, there's two quarterbacks within this. Um, I'm sure you'll know who they'll be. Um, but yeah, I've not I've not told you guys who we're talking about, what we're talking about. Um, you've had a few beers. Um, we just wanted to come at this completely raw, completely natural, <laughs> um, and and see what happens and see whether people get entertained or whether you uh, shout too much and annoy them. So um, <laughs> if you look at that, turn off very early or love it. Yeah. I'm just going to post this on Twitter with a, a gif of Russell Crowe in, in uh, Gladiator. In Gladiator. Oh, you're not entertained. <laughs> yeah. I like it. All right, then. Okay. So we'll set this up where I'll give you guys a topic. Then you'll kind of each get kind of like, I don't know, say maybe like 30 seconds if you want to do like a bit of an introduction as to how you feel. And then we can kind of like throw some things off that as well. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So our first person that we'll be talking about today is Dak Prescott. So oh, fuck's sake. He's been a man of uh, of many debates within this. And, you know, there's no right or right, um, right or right. There's no right or wrong answer within a debate. It's all about how you can get your argument across. So I want to see some nice structured arguments as well. And let's try not to take too many body shots at each other. Let's try to keep it relatively clean. Um, a lot of positive so- shots at Um, so yeah we'll start off with Dak Prescott Um, Ari we'll start with you what are your things about Dak Prescott and how he is as a franchise quarterback MVP MVP (laughs) do I I win now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean I don't think you need to look at at anything else other than last season he went out and the offense fell apart okay the first four or five games when he was actually playing weren't fantastic, but that wasn't down to him, that's down to the defense. Quite clear, they were one of the, one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. And then as soon as he went out, fell apart. Defense was still shit, but the whole team was shit because they couldn't win games. I'm telling you now, if you keep him in and the defense builds, different season, different season. Those weapons in there would be good on with any, any quarterback, really, because, I mean... They're pretty good weapons, but he is a very, very competent quarterback. He's showing it year after year after year. He hasn't really had a terrible year. So to say, okay, I understand the whole argument of he's not worth the money he's getting paid, but who is? Apart from Mahomes yeah. and Wilson, who is? So should I go? No, yeah, go on, go on, Scott. Right. I, I, I'm not going to make the money argument because I think we all agree that the fact he's the second highest paid quarterback is a bit daft. And forty million, or whatever it is, I, I get the cap space this year. They've restructured it and done all that clever stuff. But he's getting paid forty million, so I want that argument. Getting paid seventy-five million, actually, mate. Well, that's with his guarantee and all that crap. <laughs> but you know, he's not worth that. But that's not the point. You, you actually made a few of my points. I mean, those weapons would look good with any quarterback, right? Yep. So that did help him a lot last year. And actually, when he, when the games he were playing last year, I know he came out with this massive yardage pace where he was on for six thousand yards or whatever it was. That was because they were so far behind. All he was doing was throwing. Yeah. One of those games were against the Falcons when they give up a ridiculous 21-point lead with onside kicks, all that sort of messing about. I don't think he had to play. He played all right. I'm not I'm not, I'm not against Dak as a quarterback, as in I'm not saying he's like a bottom half of the league, he can't play. But everyone's using those yards as a big, as a big look at Dak. He, he had a breakout year. He had a lot of bad throws that interceptions that got dropped that would have cut out a lot of those yards, cut out touchdowns. And he had a bunch of weapons that were just going to make anyone look good. 
I don't think you've ever seen him play at a top five kind of quarterback level that makes him anything more special than a Kirk Cousins. He's a bit more athletic, but passing-wise, he's a Kirk Cousins. He's a, a Jimmy G. He's, you know, he's just a bit more athletic than those guys, but that's that's what he is to me. He's, an out, he's a middle-of-the-road, 10 to 15 quarterback. You can find those everywhere. That's my that's my issue with. Preston. You can find those everywhere. You can, you saying you can't find an average. Okay. You, can't, you can't have an average starter everywhere. Fifteen. He's not an average. average starter. Well, is where do you, where would you rank him in roughly? Because you can you can throw around like is is in a block. Where would you put him? It's hard, it's hard it's hard to say where I put him right now because obviously QBs move around. But I'd yeah. say top ten. How high in that top ten? <laughs> Probably to the towards the bottom of that bracket, but still. Uh, I, don't, me, I, you, I don't think in any way he's average. I think he's a very well, good quarterback. Well, to me, if you put him 10 to 15, which is where I'd probably say he is, you could throw around different orders. 15 is average. There's 32 quarterbacks in the league. Below 16, they're below average. He's, you know, you can find somebody like, he's a fourth round pick. I don't, think, I, I don't think that, <clears throat> okay, probably below 15 is below average. I think you could still get a top, a number ten quarterback who's very good, not average. Yeah, yeah, and it depends on how it depends on the quarterbacks that season and who you're comparing against. Of course, it does. But I don't know that you couldn't go out and draft somebody right now that wouldn't do as good a job as Dak. Well, I've obviously had a look at his stats because that's what I was going to say. I have got some stats here. <laughs> yeah. So I think someone that's quite a good comparison is. I mean, this might be a bit more difficult because he's further along in his career. But Russell Wilson and his four first four seasons. So when you look at it by stats, so Russell Wilson had just under fourteen thousand um, passing yards, one hundred and six touchdowns, and twenty four interceptions. With us, and I said it's wrong, and that's bad maths. And thirty four <laughs> interceptions. Okay. 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 And then Dak had. Um, fifteen thousand, just under fifteen thousand eight hundred yards. He had ninety-seven touchdowns, and then thirty-six interceptions. So Russell has had less yards, <clears throat> but a few, but what nine more interceptions? Now, when you think about the value that they've had for their teams within that time, in terms of Russell was very much a bit more of a passenger back then, because that Legion of Boom was actually in operation. Yep. You no. Know, would you, would you, would you have given? This is hard now because Dax just got that monstrous contract. Like, yeah. if you're there four years into Russell Wilson, four years into Dak Prescott, who would you say is the better quarterback? Because let's say Russell Wilson's been the benefit of having a better defense and an overall team and coaching, whereas Dax probably had better offensive weapons around him. It's it's just I don't think it's comparable because of different situations. I just think, okay, I'll put it this way. I think Dak's been asked to do more than Russell has in those four years. Yeah, I but agree not. With that. But, but I'm not saying he's outperformed him because how can you say? Because what you're judging it on, whether you're judging it on, it, it, it's hard to say. But I'm and it, I'm not. By the way, let me get this straight. I am in no way saying that Prescott is as good as Russell Wilson. I'm not because Russell is just a different kind of quarterback. But I think four am years in Russell Wilson's career, you could have had that. So am I saying that Prescott that point, can't yeah. get there? No, because he could. Because you give you give Dak Prescott a decent head coach and tell him, you know, this is how you build a career. He could definitely get there because he's shown so far already in four years, well, four years and five games that he could actually 
you can actually run a team. You know, a guy that came in under certain circumstances that were completely unexpected. Everybody thought, oh, this is going to be a bit of a bust, this, isn't it? Like, Jesus Christ, we'll have to try and just grit out a year and then draft a quarterback next year if, if Romo isn't fit enough. And he took over. And you're forgetting this is not like a, a top, a first-round draft pick. This is a guy that's came in and proved himself. So I, I think what he's done so far has been incredible. And, I, and, yeah. and yet, you can always go back to the argument that he's not worth the money, and I get it, and I get it. And he probably isn't comparable to Russell Wilson because... Russell Wilson is an absolute G. But if you'd put Dak Prescott in a position where it wasn't in an eight and eight team each year because they actually had a decent coach or a decent defense there for the whole time, would we talk, be talking about Dak Prescott as one of the top quarterbacks in the league? Because let's be honest, Russell Wilson in the first four years didn't make any standout like statements to the point where you thought, Jesus Christ, this guy's going to be top dog in the league one day. He was just a, a good quarterback and a team that performed very, very well. Well, he, I mean, I suppose the difference is, to me, I don't know exactly if it's four years, maybe five, but Russell had been at two, two Super Bowls, won one by then. And yes, the defence played a big part, and I'm not, I'm not arguing that. But Dak did come into the league, and as a rookie, the Cowboys went 13-3. and three. That wasn't Dak. He, he was part of that. He was part of that, but he correct. had the best O-line in the league. Yeah, he correct. Zeke is a top four pick and he had weapons around him and a defense that obviously played well. So he came in and went 13 3 as a rookie. As yeah. it's got more responsibility on him, the team has degraded year after year. Uh, no. It has. Well, I'm not. Sorry. I think it's a combination. It has, it has. I think correct. It's a, I think it's as much him having more responsibility and things disappearing from his side, whereas has. Wilson has had the Legion of Boom disappear and he's not really. Yeah. He's so, already yeah. got nothing to show for it. The difference is, the difference is, which, I, which you can say here. Now, I agree. So, I agree with Tom completely there. That Prescott had this unbelievable offensive line. He had Elliot came in and like set fire to the, the world as being a, a rookie. He, he had, got fat. He, well, he got fat, yeah. And then <laughs> defense actually had some players on there. You know, um, it actually like stayed fit. Next year after that, what Leighton Van Der Esch decided to break his fucking neck. This, they got rid of one of the top cornerbacks. The offensive line deteriorated to the point where they were getting injured every, every week and he was falling apart and he did his best. I would say he did his best. Not, not his fucking mate. I don't know. He did his best, but... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's not... It hasn't been... He has never looked bad. Okay, the team never in general bad. haven't done that well because they just... I think it's... The, the fallaways in the team have outweighed his... Improvement and it's kind of staggered his improvements because it's hard to improve when it's you're constantly getting asked to put the team in your back. Whereas for majority of Russell Wilson's first four years, he had a defense that would basically say to him, "Listen, mate, go and go three and out if you want to, because we'll just fucking carry you anyway, mate. There's, we'll do what you want. You yeah. do what you need to do. You can learn." You had Pete Carroll there too, who was actual an actual head coach of football. Not Jason Garrett, an actual head coach. So you know it's it's different different levels. Again, right now Russell Wilson's <laughs> head and shoulders. I guess my thing about him, my thing about this is, I think just taking the stats away for a second because Russ had a very strong running team in Marshawn Lynch. Pete Carroll runs the ball a lot, and he had a strong defense. So he's not going to build a lot of stats. So comparing the two is a bit of a struggle. But the same as the same yeah, as the Cowboys with yeah. Zeke, you mean? Well. Yeah, but that's only one. It's only one season he's been had a really strong Zeke. Like last, the last season, he was throwing yards everywhere, and the season before, like he was he was throwing a lot of yards. 
he, I think he led the league in yards in the season before. No, he was, up, he, was up, he was up there. He it? was very close to it. He was very close to it. But yeah, the, just under five thousand yards. Yeah, exactly. So close to it. But then I think the thing about Dak for me is, and this is why I, I don't think he's worth the money, but I just don't think he's that that top five guys. I've never seen Dak play at an MVP level. He's never been that conversation where even people that compared to him, Carson Wentz. I'm going to wind you up, Harry, but Derek Carr. People like that who are they've been they've had those seasons where you've watched them play and you've gone. Yeah, they could have won. Uh, those two, apart from injuries, probably would have won MVP those seasons. Well, what have they done since then? Well, actually, Derek Carr's come back and we were top 10 quarterback last year. But he played he played better than Dak has to me. But I mean, that's a bit of bias. Really, last year, he played better than Dak ever has? I'd say borderline, yeah. I think you, you, watch, what, you watch what Derek Carr did last year with a tight end as his best weapon. Not CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Zeke at running back, however yeah. bad it played. Yeah. Derek Carr played better. I don't think you've seen Dak. I think it's hard. You can't MVP. compare anything with last year, though. Like, he's not, he's it's not playing this shit, Dak. what you've just said. Well, it's not, is it? When has Dak played at an MVP level? Ever? Well, we could argue that. Uh, well, <laughs> he hasn't, has he? <laughs> well, but he I don't, I, yeah, he hasn't. That's fine. Like, he hasn't. And Derek Carr did. Yeah, you can't argue that. But yeah. I don't think Derek Carr's been that same player since then. He's been arguably shit at times. He like, 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 no, like, you know, but genuinely shit at times. So I've never seen Dak shit. Like, he's been a good quarterback at all times. He's never been dropped below the level of, like, kind of this guy's shit. Derek Carr was being, que- Derek Carr's being questioned by his own fans, like, get him out. That's not happening to Dak. The same pay him. Yeah, I agree, but that doesn't mean fans aren't always right. That, that doesn't no, mean that... <laughs> but it's a big, big, it's big indicator. If your fans don't want you there, it's because you're shit. Well, actually, it's because the Raiders were shit. I think if you look through, <laughs> the Raiders are shit. What yeah, do you think he is? The Raiders have had the 30th ranked defense for about 10 years. Like, you, yeah, what do you think? Okay, so okay, good point. So the Raiders had a shit defense for years, yeah, but yeah. so you're not blaming that on Dak, not on Derek Carr. Yeah. But the last, the first five games of uh, last season when Dak played. Yeah, the defense it, was fucking the bottom of the league. It was trash. Yeah, Getting flattened every bad. week. Dak wasn't bad. I'm not saying he's bad, but Dak to me is a eight and eight, nine and seven quarterback who so, can so, be, can be a twelve. Right. We can we, we can end this now. So I've got two questions, <clears throat> and yeah, and you obviously both answer them. So, <laughs> all right. Um, one of the ways that I like um, how like uh, Daniel Jeremiah in his podcast they measure quarterbacks as whether they're a truck or a trailer. So. Ari, do you think Dak is a truck or a trailer? He's a truck. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Okay. He drives so the team. He doesn't, he doesn't get carried yeah. by them. He's driving okay. the team forward. Yeah. He's a, he's and a Scott, I think we all know what you're going to say, but I'm, do you I'm think he's be, a truck gonna, or a trailer? I'm going to be fair and say he's the, he's the link between them. He's not as he's bad as a trailer. He's not, he's not as bad as a trailer. He's not getting pulled completely, but he's not the guy. He's not the guy absolutely driving it. So, so this is why everyone should now turn off from your voice because you must have watched any of last season. What, because I watched him throw a load of yards? What did I watch him throw a load of yards? No, no, no. He got injured. He got injured, and that same team couldn't carry Andy Dalton. So he's not being carried. He's driving that team. When he he went out, what were they, one and three? And the one win was against Atlanta when they came back. When he went out at that game, they were losing to the Giants. Dalton came in, they won. You know, lads, go back and watch that game. That is, was, I'm sorry, that's what happened. They were losing that is, with Dak that, went out. That is, that, is, that is what happened in that game. And they were a one and three team with Dak. 
And that's yeah. not, I'm not making it up. <laughs> that's, that's how it worked. And mm. yeah, they were bad with Dalton still, but Dalton, oh, sorry, Andy Dalton is not exactly a top no. quarterback. Okay. And then final question before we will move on. Um, I've just written down my bad. Um, oh, I've not written it down anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think that within the next three years, Dak could be a league MVP? Yes. I'll say yes, it could be because of the weapons around him, yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. Okay, well, that is Dak all and done with. And, you know, I think all your stances before the episode were, I don't think anyone was going to convince either of you to, <laughs> to change your mind. We could have had, we could have had Dak and Dak, Dak on himself and I don't think Scott would have changed. Um, yeah, cheers, Aaron. But, um, <laughs> you know, like we said, no right or wrong answers. No right, right or wrong answers. And Scott's wrong. <laughs> okay, next one. Um, this is this is a question that I think is just going to be asked for all of eternity. Very philosophical, this one. So the Patriots dynasty, which kind of like split over two two parts, yeah. starting in the early two thousands and ending last year when the Patriots decided to pay him money to come down to Tampa and win a Super Bowl for another team. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, <laughs> Say, come no. down to Tampa. He sat, sat in the Wirral in the, in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm basically there, mate. Um, it's been well nice this week. Um, warm this week, man. Yeah, exactly. Too hot for me, factor 50 on. Um, no way. <laughs> is the Patriots dynasty, has that been led by Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? We'll start with you this time, Scott. Who do you think? Was it Bill or Tom? Initially, it was Bill. And you can speak I, to this in two parts as well, yeah, because to me, it does over, go over two, in, two initially parts. Initially, it was Bill. And those first three first three Super Bowls, 100% were defense-driven. It was a running team. Brady came in and you could have you could have put Drew Bledsoe back in for that first one and they'd have still probably won it. It wasn't Brady doing anything yep. particularly special. Uh, so definitely, the defense led it. And then they go on about this Patriot way thing that, you know, unless you played for him, you're not Do never your gonna know job. What you're never gonna know what it's like, are you? Um, which obviously came from Belichick as well. I do think there's been some kind of I don't know, um there's like this aura around Brady that now he's won so many, people just believe. And I think that's what happened with Tampa this year. Like they just they just believed because Tom was playing that they were gonna win. So I think he's had a bigger part to do with the last I don't know. Maybe maybe last three. I mean, Gronk was there for last three, and the offense became a bigger part of it. And they had a lot more. Tom started winning MVPs. Tom, like my mate, Tom Brady started winning MVPs. <laughs> so he was obviously a much bigger part once it became he became more experienced. But overall, I don't think Brady would have become that without Belichick. And I th- I think he needs the first part for Brady to be what he became. So it is Belichick ultimately. I think that's the main. That's the main what do you think, Gary? I, I I agree, which is really shit. I was hoping this is, to <laughs> so, this is scary. See, See, w- this is how you know that we're not like a, a made-up podcast where we script it. Because if we'd scripted this, we'd had you purposely go against Scott. Nah, no. This is my, all genuine. My belief is that when when Brady came in, he had no expectations, and and yeah, you can argue like, oh, okay, like Russell Wilson wasn't a first-round quarterback. Now there was dark, and you know, certain ones pop up here and there and become really, really good. That's fine. This guy's like last pick in the draft. Like, there's no, there's no Six way. Rounder. Yeah, there's no way that, that people thought picked him and thought, like, this is going to be our franchise quarterback." Apparently, when he first met um, Robert Kraft, the owner, he said, "I'll be the be- the greatest decision that you've ever made." 
How many people both made that, the decision? I, I bet they all say that. Every quarterback yeah. coming in says that. True. That, so. I, I mean, fair play to me. He backed himself and he did it well. Yeah, uh, but I, I think that like in every single job in the world, every single job in the world, you have got a certain amount of talent when you start. Talent, experience, knowledge, whatever you want to start with. And somebody there has to bring you to that next level. Somebody we nurtured, haven't you? Yeah. So like any job you're in, anything you're in. Scott with the Guinness there. Yeah. Guinness, my bad. Whether it's a simple admin job or, or you're, you're a sports star, you, you start with a set of knowledge and somebody has to progress you. you know, even the biggest stars in the world, Ronaldo, Messi, they all started somewhere. Then they became this big, you know, worldwide renowned superstar. But you could argue after that knowledge is obtained, it's then on them. Like, so then you could say like, you know, Tom Brady carried so many teams going into Super Bowls to the point where you're thinking, without him there, like, how many times do we say, oh, Brady hasn't got enough, he hasn't got any receivers, but he still won Super Bowls? Like, yep. it, it's, it, and yeah, okay, the defense were, were, were good you know, at, at times. He, he had a strong defense, but he still played well. It wasn't like he was, he was getting carried by them. He still played well. So, yeah. First, first, I give it the first four or five years were, were Bill Belichick. And after that, I think he's a very... That's the first four or five? Not, I, oh, no, I'm not not saying after that it was all Tom, Bill did nothing. I'm saying Bill's put... After five years of working with one head coach, you've, you've got an imprint on you. you. You know you know how he wants you to work. You've learned okay, the way... Yeah. You, do you know what I mean? You've learned what yeah. you need to learn. After that, it's all a bonus, but I think after that was obviously a, a blend of both of them, and then towards the end of it, it was more like Bill did as much as he could. Then Tom went, "I oh, don't worry, I've got the rest of it. Like, don't worry, I've, I've got the rest. I'll take you. I'll take that extra mile and win the Super Basically Bowl." Basically, held Belichick's beer for him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the best thing that Brady did for Brady's career, like long term, was when they lost at Giants. Because I mean, I, I, I look back at this when it was part of a, another when they were unbeaten. Well, when they're unbeaten, yeah, I look back mm. at some of this stuff apart from another argument with Ari about paying quarterbacks. And it just happened to come that no, I think over the last 15 years, only one quarterback's been like a top paid quarterback and won the Super Bowl, you know, Peyton Manning. Brady has never been, when he's won the Super Bowl, he's never been inside the top 10 paid quarterbacks. He, Brady is an exception. He, in he's every a unicorn single... for that though, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's an exception. But very few quarterbacks have, have been in the last 15 years. I think only the ones that have have been Eli and Peyton. No, so the way me and you, Scott, the way me and you talk about it and we say, ideally, a quarterback should understand what's around him, understand what his need is, and say, I will take 10 million less and still earn 30 million a year and be That's absolutely made for life. Yeah. Still do that and make sure that you've got that extra 5 million pair receiver to add onto them contracts, bringing the top boys in. And that's essentially what every smart guy should do. But instead, what they say is, "Oh, I'm the I, I should be ranked with the top guy," and it's just stupid. It gets out of hand, and it's exactly. And that's what Brady's done. I, I don't think Brady, and I still will argue this every time somebody does. I don't think Brady's the best quarterback ever played. I think he's the best winner. He he knew exactly how to win, and maybe Belichick taught him. Like maybe that's part of Belichick's influence. He knew, and after that seventeen and zero team that, sorry, sixteen and zero, whatever they whatever they were. That then lost at Giants. I think he realised. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't know for a fact, but I'm guessing he realised that he needs stuff around him. Otherwise, it didn't work. And you know that that sort of side. That's what he's done better than anyone. The second half of his career, 
he's gone to he went to Tampa because they had three receivers, they had a defense, and they were building a line. He picked Tampa because of that. He didn't pick them because of his restructured his contract this year to help him yeah. bring everyone back. The yeah, only exactly. the only team in history to win the Super Bowl and bring back all of their twenty two starters. And they've got the same head coach and the same coordinators, same GM, all sorts. Well, you look at you look at like the even the NFC Championship game. Brady threw three picks. Yeah, the, 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 the Bucks did not win that game. He had a meltdown Brady. in that second he, half. The, yeah, Rogers played outplayed Brady one on one by a mile. Well, I wouldn't say by a mile. I don't think Rogers well, okay, played particularly but, well. But the Bucks a a, a the mile Bucks is extreme. Maybe, right. maybe a few hundred maybe. meters. But the Bucks defense <laughs> was a mile better than the Packers. Yeah, Kevin King was a oh, Kevin King didn't have that game. He got a new contract, <laughs> mate. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a, that's a nightmare. Isn't it? Like that's just a fucking joke. But yeah. the reason the Bucks won was the defense. Brady actually that's nearly true. cost him it. Yet everyone's going, oh, look at Brady. He's gone one another Super Bowl. Well, it's actually, a tricky one, isn't it? Because ultimately, as well, without, without Brady in the first place, they wouldn't have been in that position. No, like, that's if true. they had Jameis, they wouldn't be in there. So it's like, you know, I think they both go big, hand in hand. But, it's, um, a, it's a perfect team. I know it's hard to say perfect team, but it is a perfect team. There's very few weaknesses on that team. Very few. Which was a big surprise. Yeah, I thought there were a lot going into the season, but anyway. But but but, but seasons change, Tom, and you know after an off season, things can go terribly wrong. You know, yeah. it it could have been that we were all been fooled for a year and they've all been outplaying themselves, or it could be that they're all getting into their stride and this could be the start of a new four four year dynasty. When he's forty, if it's four year, then that's. I mean, I'm just gonna. <laughs> hey, does anyone think he could do it this year? No, he did it this year. So. I didn't. I did not. Uh, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. We'll end it <clears throat> very quickly again with just the one question because ulti- and ultimately, Magnus, because everything comes down to a narrative, things are always remembered in certain ways. Yeah. Will the Patriots be remembered as Bill Belichick or they will, will, will they be remembered as Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady, probably. Remember I agree because that's what people, just... people will talk about the quarterback more than yeah. anything else. So I agree. And and it's it, when when uh when people watch the game, for, for example, let's say neutrals or people who are less into it as you two guys are, the, the, what do the names they hear all the time? Tom Brady, yeah. Tom yeah. Brady, Tom Brady. Yeah. You know when, when what do they hear this time? When even when it's, even from Bruce Arians, who fair, you know, we brought Tom in and Tom changed the mindset. So, you know, it, it's all Tom, 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 Tom. So, it, yeah, it's Tom it's, Tompa, I, Tom, no, Tom The fact that he changed teams and went and won another Super Bowl is. It just it immediately went to Bill Jel- Belichick. Went, you know your legacy, yeah. Just just pour ash all over it. Just shit. Yeah, that, 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 definitely, <laughs> yeah. Killed, that definitely killed it. Yeah. yeah. Right then, we'll come on to our final one now because we've been going here for about forty minutes. Um, and and this is another quarterbacks one, and and this this is between two this time and a kind of situation that we could be in in a few years. So, should Eli Manning or Phil Rivers be in the Hall of Fame? And I think this is a great one because <laughs> no one really thinks Eli should be in apart from those two Super Bowls. But I'm going to give you two um, people to argue about this time. And I don't care. This is where we are going to fabricate it a bit. I don't care if he, either of you don't believe that one of these guys should be in the Hall of Fame. I want you to make a case as to why they should. So I'm Ari, going Eli. No, I'm going to give him. Ari, you're getting Phil Rivers. No. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and Scott, you're getting Eli Manning. I want a case as to why they should be in the Hall of Fame. He fucking shouldn't. <laughs> ah, play, play the game, Harry. Come on, Phil. Phil, Phil is uh, 
Right. I, do you, I, to, no, you know what? I'll start. I'll start. We'll start. We'll start. I, I, okay. <laughs> he's fucking. Anyway, he's been he's been a very very strong quarterback his whole career. There's been very very few doubts about him throughout his whole career until the very end when you know everyone gets old, everyone throws it in the air and just hopes hopes hits and hopes. Even even last year when people were calling the, the weakness of that team in the Colts, towards the end you came strong. You had a, you had a good run to finish out on. I think the only the only thing stopping him is that Super Bowl. And obviously, people will always say to him, "Why haven't they win?" And I think he had the weapons too. <laughs> he had the weapons to go and win, but yeah, you can't he argue with weapons. But he never really had an offensive line, and they've never really had like a standout defense. You're yeah, right. they got a bit better in his final few years. They kind of came at the wrong time, and then they also got injured all the time. But apart from his apart from his first few years, we had the Damian Tomlinson around him, and then Keenan Allen came along. Like the early to mid 2000s 2010 sorry um and obviously Anthony Gates the entire time he's not had to me in my mind that much around him and he he was the the heartbeat of that of that team he was Mr San Diego until the team betrayed them and fucked off yeah and he was driving 12 hours to train him back yeah in his, you know, in his minivan because he's got 20 kids yeah do you know that is the one thing that it's never all clicked at once for him yeah, and if it had earlier on in the career, maybe a different story. Played an AFC Championship game with a broken, it with a torn ACL. So, so the one thing that you cannot argue with Philip is whether you think his talent isn't there, whether you think his what his drive isn't there. This guy on the field gives everything. There's never any doubt there. There's never any like, oh, you can't be asked. And if, and he will, he will back every team member. Like he screams to everyone. And talk shit to the opposition. Yeah, and you know what? Fair play to him. It doesn't say shit. It says shoot. Shoot. I, yeah. I am true. not his biggest fan, personally. So he's um, making his case for the Hall of Fame here, Harry. Can I make yeah. Harry's case for him? I... Yeah, go on, Scott. <laughs> the, one, the, the biggest reason why Philly Rivers should be in the Hall of Fame is it's completely unfair how quarterbacks are treated that they have to win a Super Bowl. If you look at his stats and said, Look at Antonio Gates, right? Well, the Antonio positions Gates. don't need to have won a Super Bowl, apart from yeah. coaches. Well, the positions get paid £15, £20 million pound less a year. That's not going to do it. That's not, that's not to the Hall of Fame thing. Like, yes, Antonio, it is. Antonio You're Gates. paid more because the job's a bigger stature. You're more important to the team. Fine, okay. So, it is your job to win a Super Bowl then? Can you... But most of the quarterbacks aren't going to win Super Bowls by the pure fact... That and most quarterbacks won't be in the Hall of Fame then? No, I know, but if you looked... Yeah, most quarterbacks shouldn't be, but... Philip Rivers yeah. finished top ten in touchdowns, yards, probably games played. Whatever he's done, if you look, if he was any other position, look at like Antonio Gates who played with him. He never won a Super Bowl. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame because he got the most touchdowns for a tight end. Difference is, on the field, a tight end. If he finishes top ten in his position every year, yeah, he's on something right because that that quarterback has got options everywhere to throw to. That quarterback on his own, he's the only one there. It's all on him to the stats. So if he can't produce the stats to go and win a Super Bowl or top two or top three every single year, then that's on him. Whereas a receiver could be overthrown. He could be not targeted. He could be, you know, it's 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 not on him all the time. So do you think it's more reliant? So you think a quarterback is only worth, only worthy of a, a Hall of Fame vote if his team has done well? So it's regardless of what he's he's done. He could be on the Cleveland Browns for the last time. Oh, they're better now. But he could be on Detroit Lions for the last 20 years. Matt Stafford 
right? Matt Stafford's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Don't you fucking no, start he's, this. He's not going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not we don't want to debating Matt Stafford. No, but, <laughs> but for example, he's not going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. But if you put him on the, if you put him on the Packers and he won a Super Bowl, he probably correct. Is. Yeah, correct. That's not to do with him. You just well, it is a little bit. It's kind of not. You put him into a different situation. It's not the play. You you you're giving a Hall of Fame to the situation, not to the no. player. That's what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You are in in terms of the fact that you. You as a quarterback have helped that team win. But if another player could have done exactly the same thing. Could they though? Well, not every other player. Aaron Rodgers can't do it. Aaron Rodgers can't do it now. He can't get in he can't get into the, the he can't win the Super Bowl. So that's my exact point. Aaron Rodgers is a guaranteed Hall of Famer. He's one of the he's probably the most talented quarterback that's ever. Three time MVP and he's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but if you took that Super Bowl out, if he didn't win that game, because they were a wildcard team that year actually, they weren't expected to win. They How even, many MVPs did, did um Phil Rivers win. This isn't a Rodgers versus Rivers argument. I'm just saying. Oh, all right. It's just you know, you say you brought Rodgers saying he can't even win now. Yeah, the best quarterback that's probably ever played still can't win a Super Bowl because his team isn't worth playing well. That's not Rivers' fault that he was on the Chargers. If you swapped him with Eli and he won two Super Bowls, he's by far a better player. No, no, not by not arguing, not arguing. He's a better player. Not arguing that. So why? Super, the Hall of Fame, yeah, in my eyes, in my eyes, the Hall of Fame is for the the biggest accolades in, in a sport. If you couldn't even win the top prize in the sport, there's only one win. Super Bowl a year, Harry. So, like it was the, the way that you're saying it, it, it there should only be one quarterback eligible like every year. Like it was to in the me, league for seventeen years. He had seventeen like, cracks. I'm supposed to be the moderator in this, but you're talking <laughs> nonsense now. He had seventeen. Me, you're cracks. a Hall of Famer if you spent a couple years within the top one or two, three people at your position. So, like, for a few years. So, if you've had a three-year span where you've been the best receiver or you've been the best the best cornerback, like, not just, like, a one-year flash in the pan, you've done it, like, kind of, like, three years, yeah, four yeah. years in a row to show some consistency. Because some people only have short careers, like some of the running backs. Yeah. Um, like, Terrell Davis, he's had a short career. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he's he, in yet. He is now. Is he in now? I think he's in I'm not sure if he is. But he should be in at some point. There's some offensive linemen who've had shortened careers because of injuries who should be in the Hall of Fame and they're not. Like It shouldn't just be like the great couple of seasons that you've managed to have and say as a quarterback you've managed to get in because you've won a Super Bowl because the team around you has been great. So like, is it Brian or Bob Greasy? always forget his name, the one from the Miami team. The Miami team went undefeated that year but didn't go undefeated because of him. They went undefeated because they had Shula as a coach and the rest of the team was incredible. Like, But he's got into the Hall of Fame because of that, of that season. And undefeated yes, it's a great team achievement. And he won Bowl. But it's not because of him, though. It, it, it wasn't in any I mean, way because of him. Between, there was a difference between quarterbacks 50 years ago and quarterbacks now. I mean, the quarterbacks now can pile up so many stats. that it, I mean, I'm making a case against Rivers now. But quarterbacks can pile up so many stats that... You know, they couldn't do 50 years ago because the defence is allowed to play more physical. So, Philip Rivers has been in top 10 how many years? It was 17 years. Is it 17 years he's been played for? Uh, 17, yeah. Four, yeah, yeah. How many how many years he's been top 10 for? Do you know? <laughs> what do you mean by top 10? How he's played or his stats? Like, stats, like ranked but top 10. It shouldn't just be about stats, though. Like, I'm guessing he's probably been about 10 of the 17 he's been top 10. I'm, I'm guessing, I don't know if I'm about, but he's probably around that. Okay, how many has been top 5? Again, I don't know. <laughs> but, See, this is what I mean. So, but what, so and before, before you were arguing with Dak, that 10 to 15 would be average. So if he's top 10, but he's 10 each year, then why would I'm that not, even be? 
but I'm not talking about stats with Dak. I'm saying how I think he plays. Rivers, I think he, you can stats are kind of irrelevant half the time because if his yards aren't there, because they either get a short field all the time, he's got a good defense, or okay, so, so, like, a lot of reasons why you can do that. The four years, the four years that Rivers has been in the league, has he played any better than Dak has? Well, two uh, of those he was behind Drew Brees. No, probably not. No, the four and... years, the four years that that Dak's been in the league now, has. Rivers played any better during those four years, you know, later on in his career, than Dak has. I'd probably say the first. I think in his first when, year, yeah, like when Dak, yeah, yeah, his first year, um, Rivers threw for like four and a half thousand yards, and yet he, he um, had twenty-eight touchdowns, which isn't massive, something like that. The team only went nine and seven, but that was one of his better years. They just had an, a lot of injuries, and they kept missing out on some really close games. The year after that. Um, he had another really good season. The team went twelve and four. They had thirty-two touchdowns. Played really well, and I'd say yeah. those two seasons he probably played better than Dak. In two thousand sixteen, uh, Dak had twenty-three touchdowns. So what, like a couple less than than uh, for Rivers? But he only had four inceptions in a whole year and went thirteen and three. Yeah, that's yeah. But a thirteen and three record isn't. That's not really the quarterback, is it? It's partly them, but it's not. It's not so, the when, so when they're shit, Scott, it is his fault. And when they're when they're good, it's not down to him. No, I didn't. I didn't say it's when he's shit is their fault. I'm saying when they when they're shit and they're the reason, then it's the quarterback. But I'm not saying Dax. I've never said Dax to blame for Dallas. I just said he can't. I just said he can't take over and be the reason they're good. That's what I'm saying. The difference between he's the reason the shit and he's the reason the good. No, you said, you said let's not get back into Dak again. Let's go <laughs> yeah. on to Eli Manning. I'll make the Eli case, right? The Eli case. Phil Rivers is in the Hall of Fame and end of debate. It should be. Eli but Manning. I'm, I'm he's the, not in the Hall of Fame. Scum. Eli, <laughs> I, I, I hate to say it, but he actually will get in before we start. Eli just will. That'll just happen because the last name's Manning and he won Super Bowls. So he will get in. But the, two, the reason he should get in is... It's kind of about narrative. Whether you've won Super Bowls, whether you've got stats, what, it's narrative. kind of about narrative. He beat Brady twice. Doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter the fact that it's a team game. It doesn't matter the fact that the Giants were probably lucky to win those games. Eli beat. I think, Brady. I think the Giants pass rush beat Brady twice. I know, but don't ruin my case. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Eli was a quarterback both times that the Giants beat the Patriots. He ended the unbeaten season as the quarterback. He made the two best players in those Super Bowls. And whether it's luck or whether it's skill or whether it's just right place at the right time, the narrative will always be that Eli threw the helmet catch and he threw yeah. the pass to Manningham in those two Super Bowls. He made the big players and he's in for two players, but that's enough. Yeah. He didn't, he did, he wasn't ever a top five quarterback. He wasn't ever an MVP. He wasn't. His, his overall record is average, but he's in because he he has a narrative of those two players, and that's he's got it. a five hundred record. I know he does. 117, and he's, 117. And his his interception touchdowns pretty similar. Well. I was gonna say the, the the thing for me with Eli and <clears throat> three times he's led the league in interceptions um, with twenty, twenty five, and twenty seven in that season when he threw twenty seven interceptions. He only threw 18 touchdowns. And the team didn't have a winning record, but they were seven and nine. So I mean, that, Matt, they wouldn't have got they wouldn't have won seven games because he's because he's because of how he's played. Yeah, I want to go on record and say that I don't think Eli should be in the Hall of Fame, personally. 
but my the argument that will get given and the will come it will work because Eli will end up in the Hall of Fame. As much as I hate that, is that those two players count or counteract everything else he did. No, nothing else matters because he won those two Super Bowls with those two players, and that is all that will ever. That's all that David Tyree, you're, you're, he just threw it up and had no idea where it, the ball it was, it was going. A, it was a crap play, but he it, just threw it. It was an awful play. It was lucky, but it happened. Like. It's like At least the Manning Cam one was actually a good throw. That was that was a brilliant. That was one of the best throws. That was a hell of a. Uh, to be fair there, to him, <laughs> there are only twelve quarterbacks in the history of the NFL to win more than one Super Bowl, and he's one of them. Yeah, and there's actually some. <laughs> Jim Plunkett, who played for Raiders, won two Super Bowls. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Nobody moans that he's not. The fact that he called Eli Manning, not Eli Johnson, actually going to make a difference. Like he's his family is Peyton, and that's going. He's got the family name. His brother's probably the best quarterback I've ever played. Same amount, same amount of footballs like, as him. Outrageous. Don't, I mean, don't, don't compare two players. Please don't try to I'm not going to insult Peyton Manning, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, he is one of 12 and uh, 10 out of the other 11 are in the Hall of Fame. But that, not all of them are. There is one guy, and it annoys me that he's a Raider, but that's a different topic. There's one, two Super Bowls. He's never been, he's never even been mentioned. And he shouldn't be because he he was a backup and came up to win the win the uh, Super Bowl those two seasons. He still won them. Still the quarterback. If different in it, it is well. It's different, but what's what makes him what what makes him the the guy that won those Super Bowls? Because he wasn't the best player in the league that year. He just the year the, the year they won their first Super Bowl. That was the two thousand seven season, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Or was it the two thousand six season? It was two thousand seven and two thousand eleven. So. Won. Eli's stats in that year, 3,336 yards, 23 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. That's not a good year. They went in as a wild card. They beat Tampa in the first round, who were a sitting duck because they they weren't very good back then. Mm. Oh, that might have been 2011, actually. Um, But either way, yes, they went on an incredible run in the playoffs. But that is a bad season. To me, if you can make an... I mean, I'm going to... Go against my own point and talk myself out of why Eli should be in. If you put Eli in, why can't Nick Foles be in? Like the the argument's different kind scene. of that is what, sir? It's different. What because he hasn't won two? He hasn't won two, and Eli actually led the whole team the whole way. Eli did not lead the whole team the whole way. No, you, he you, was quarterback. He wasn't leading. 2007, you need to go back and watch that America's game. I mean, yeah, actually, no, don't watch America's game. That's made to make it seem like Manning did everything. That defense <laughs> was an absolute monster. And in 2011, it was also very, very good. Yeah. But in 2007, that defense was insane. And they were why they beat the Patriots. <clears throat> not so Eli Nick, Manning. Nick Foles, a career, Nick Foles is a season in his career where he went 26-2, and two, touchdown on interception. You, you put that up and then go, and he was a Super Bowl champion who beat Brady in the Super Bowl through for a record number of yards or whatever he did and all that sort of... You, you say that and everyone goes, shit, yeah, that's a, that's a great... Yeah, and then he went to Jacksonville and, then, and stunk the place out. Yeah, I'm not... Nick he went to Chicago and he's stunk been, the place out. By the way, I am, I am in no way a fan of either man, by the way. Either man stinks. <laughs> but, but I'm a very firm believer that he, he played a part in those Super Bowls. He played a part. Played, he was on the field. <laughs> well, he played a part and he's the quarterback. And if they'd lost those Super Bowls, he would have got just as much blame as he's getting credit now for winning them. So 
in my eyes, if, if you're if you're a quarterback and you take that on that on that responsibility on board, you should get the accolades for it too. This is why my point is you're a quarterback, you get paid the most money on the team, nine, ten out of ten. Not all the time, but most of the time you get paid the most money on the team. If you go in a Super Bowl, that's a lot to do with you. You know, not not just that one game, but like throughout the season you play a big part in why that team's done well. So what about Joe Flacco, though? I think Joe Flacco is a good comparison because yeah, yes, it is. he's only won one compared to two, but Joe Flacco is not going to the Hall of Fame. No, he's not, and he shouldn't. Yeah, you're right. I, 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 I don't I, think Eli if I, should. If Eli had won one, I'd say, oh, just fuck it off. Like, it's clearly a fluke or whatever. Or whatever. It's one of those ones where they've carried him to the Super Bowl and he's just done it. But to do it again. Which was also again. a fluke. Do, do what again? What did he do again? He was. Well, they won two. He's one of twelve people to ever. I think your the problem with your game. argument, Ari, though, is that you're game. framing it as if you win a as if you win a um, Super Bowl as a quarterback, you should be in the Hall of Fame. No, so I don't know whether that's just a phrasing that you're making or whether yeah. I'm not understanding. I'm not it properly, saying that. I'm saying to me that's what you're saying. You should be respected for the accolades you get. However, it should be taken in, in obviously in context of what's happened. My point is that if it happens once, you can always say fluke. It, it can everyone, everyone can. But if it happens twice, you can you can get lucky so twice. So what's fluke as well? So like, and Dan Marino is in the Hall of Fame, so it's kind of not the best argument. But Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. By everyone's by this whole argument that if you win two Super Bowls, you should just get in. Well, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl, is he? Like, but he was one of the best quarterbacks ever played. What's better, being one of the best quarterbacks ever played, or winning two Super Bowls and being about as average as you can be? Okay, and I agree that. So no, so again, merits. So I'm not arguing Dan Marino shouldn't be in there because he should. He was. He changed a lot of the game for everyone. Like he he set that game on fire. But yeah, I mean, I've watched even even me. I've gone back and watched things from Dan Marino, <laughs> and then yeah, and fair play to the fella. I'm sure that means a lot to him. To me saying fair play to him. Um, but Eli Manning and Phil Rivers are not them people. They are not the same in the same bracket as as him. So there's not even a comparison there. Yeah, but I just mean that Phil Rivers. I think. Yeah. So I yeah I do think they are. If you don't win a Super Bowl, you've had to have made a considerable difference to the game to be in there. Or what have you done really? Like what what has Phil Rivers done? Do you want to be? Depends. I don't know. I get you. I can see why Philip Rivers isn't in it. I, I generally can see the argument for him not being in. But to me, he was a better player than Eli, and that is what it should. Not come arguing out. that. Not that arguing is, that. That is exactly what it should. Come and he's out. better than other quarterbacks who are already in the Hall of Fame as well. Yeah. If you if you put you should they should be both put up against each other, and they won't because Eli will be up there first because he retired earlier. But they should be sat there going, "Well, which player were better?" And as soon as that conversation is done, and you go, "Well, it wasn't Eli." How can you put Eli in over Rivers? He won two Super Bowls. There's 51 people on that team that won two that won a Super Bowl. There's, he wasn't. It's different to like basketball where there's five people on the court at one time and there's another. There's five not players. 51 people on that field at one time. No, he is one of the. But he's the only one that's on there every single time the offense is on there. And how many points did they score in those Super Bowls? Tommy, you got stats up there. 17 and. Don't have it. They were defensive games. They were about. I think he scored. Maybe there were maybe two touchdowns on offense. It was, more, it was more than the opposition team. So either way, it doesn't matter. He scored more <laughs> points than the opposition. That's because why he won. The, because the Giants' defense stopped maybe the best team. Correct. Correct. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but he still scored the points. Well, did he? I mean, they're probably running touchdowns in that game. 
<laughs> Imagine they were now. Ahmad Brad Bradshaw did score a touchdown because he tried to stop tried himself to stop. going into the end zone and fell in anyway. I know Elon Manning threw a touchdown past to Plaxico Barris. I know that was one of the big highlights of it. So, but he definitely threw one. But you know, he didn't. He didn't go out and just destroy the game. And... Okay, yeah, and I I agree. If if we were sat there and said, okay, both of one the same same amount, nothing. Let's say. It wouldn't even be an argument, Scott. I'd say, I mean, look at them both. Eli Manning's like some floppy idiot kid who didn't, you know, he, look, he barely looks like he even belongs in the football field. And Rivers is determined, his heart's on the sleeve. Every single time you go out there, you think, oh, this kid's going to do something, something mad. However, <laughs> Rivers did fuck all for 17 years. Like, he may have been fun to watch, but that, that's, we're not, we're not on ESPN's Hall of Fame here where it's good to watch. We're on the NFL's Hall of Fame where you, you have actually had to do something to get into that and he's done nothing. Wow, that's a bit harsh. I mean, if, you're saying, if you're saying what Eli's done is better than what... Yeah, correct it is. So he was in the right place at the right time. He, his, his skill, his entire skill, according to you, was getting drafted by the Giants. Hey, he won two balls. <laughs> This is going to go on forever, isn't it? This, 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 this has completely changed from <laughs> I want you to make a case and, and whatever. So we'll just end it there that Phil Rivers should be in. Um, yeah, and we're not biased at all. Well, we are. Um, <clears throat> I think we should end that there for the debate. To be honest, we've been going for quite for probably close to an hour there. So I hey. think we should leave it for this time around. And if people like it, we can bring it back again. I think we should do this each month. I enjoyed it. Yeah, please, please let us know if you like it, guys. I want people to in. I want some like I want to dial in debate. Where oh, we should definitely do a live one one day. People just call in and call us all sorts. I'd get abused. I would get abused. <laughs> you get abused from me, mate. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. If you want to catch us on our social media, we've got the Quick Snap UK both on Instagram and Twitter. We have got the quicksnap.co.uk as well. But guys. Enjoy the extra week of off-season and hopefully we'll have some more to talk about next week. Next week. Raft. Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.